Welcome to another episode of Tripping Through the Decades of Safari. This is episode 5 of 6. I just like to point that out. We are about to finish the series, so yeah. And uh, this is, uh, we're going to talk about the 2000s, my favorite songs, what I think about them, what I like about them. And um, the 2000s for a lot of us, especially Paul Maid, this one truly started like getting into music, understanding what songs are and discerning what you like and what you don't like. um creating fandoms and all that stuff you know the high, if you're in like high school in the 2000s music was an important part of it one of the beats like lazima so yeah so this most of these songs will be familiar to you guys but if they're not that's okay we're about to start off with a bang up probably top 3 song of all time in my opinion by the most influential artists since the new millennium began like i believe that no other artist has influenced popular music in like him since the year 2000 and uh yeah so let's get into our first song of the 2000s came out in 2009 actually so some people might be like oh it, it actually came out in 2010 no it became popular in the 2010s but came out in 20, 2009 this is uh your love by vibes cartel baby girl me love you me why you believe me so please never leave me baby come and let me really make you wine like a gypsy Anytime I'm gone where she miss me She said the love she have for me is a mystery She hold me like a baby and kiss me Hold me like you really, 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 really miss me baby. You move me like an epilepsy Even if your family has stressed me Be too deep in a love for them oppress me You want me have to be the top with destiny Me say you are the love of me life Y'all me a free you for be my wife Me figure your love till the day I die Me figure your love till the day I die The fight that you fight for me, tears that you cry You want me baby, it ain't no lie Me figure your love till the day I die Me figure your love till the day I die She don't want me to me a pop star Not to me have me host them and some hot car Long before me reaches me there with her And when the money's are coming, me not left in her Me not run like track star Through the tick and thin, she have my front, she have my back star Believe me, me love how we live in hope star She loves me, I'm a love, love her Me say you are the love of me life Girl, me a free, you fit be my wife Me figure your love till the day I die Me figure your love till the day I die The fight that you fight for me, tears that you cry You want me baby, it ain't No lie, me figure your love till the day I die. Me figure your love till the day I die. You safe now, me hands as I talk from the Gaza. Me will give you more than anything you ask for. Find the church, find the pastor. That was your love by Vibes Cartel. This is honestly one of my favorite songs by far, by far, by far, by far. I love this song so much and. For me vibes represent something that a lot of artists don't have it's the cool factor see dancehall was already popular in like um the early 2000s you know Sean Paul was doing his thing he was massive if you old enough you remember Sean Paul alikuja Kenya for sure for kaibiwa simu that's the truth by the way if you're old enough to remember so dancehall was massive yes it was popular but it wasn't cool it wasn't cool to like dancehall it wasn't cool to listen to dancehall like the cool people didn't actually like people who ca- who consider themselves cool i'm using air quotes here didn't associate themselves with dance all that much it was popular but it was just within its own niche like it would be popular and then die out and then the next genre would come in but vibes cartel took it from being a popular thing to being cool 
to actually it being like cool to listen to dance and enjoy it and he started i think in 204 his career in 204 to see him transition all the way unfortunately to his um sentence in court to the time spending in jail he's still putting out music of a higher quality than 95% of dancehall artists in the world and he's the reason that this whole like um tropical house movement started and the, all these guys are making caribbean beats and everything is because he made it cool to like jamaican music to like dancehall like um all these guys diplo and everybody else too they they re- literally owe their careers to vibes because he made it popular to do that type of stuff he, they are doing even beyonce one of his beyonce's biggest songs around the world is based off a vibes cartel song that he did with major laser so yeah put respect on cartel's name he is one of the most i say not even one of the most the most influential artists of the new decade and i uh, yeah let's uh free cartel and on to the next song This song is on by one of my favorite rappers, a pretty popular rapper by the way, but this song isn't as popular as um the lead single from this album, which is specifically The Cool. The album was called The Cool, the lead single was Superstar. But this is Paris Tokyo by Lupe Fiasco. I know I know but I got to get up out of here, you know. I got to pay these bills, I got a show to do, you know. One time for your mom. Let's go to St. Paris, wake up in Tokyo, have a dream in New Orleans, fall in love in Chicago, man. I love her. And I hate to leave her lonely Ring, ring, went the iPhone It was my homie He said, let's hit Japan If we can make them jam We can make a hundred grand Spend it in the south of France Nothing further I jumped, grabbed my Goyard trunk Got ready to walk it out Like Unk in my John Lennon Chucks That's when I heard murder You're killing me and filling me with sorrow Sunrise, goodbyes And missing you tomorrows I turn to see my dream Love supreme queen Ain't a thing gonna sing Cry I drop my bags in the flash That's faster than 180 on the dash Sir, to dry your tears and wipe the rain from my dear like dasher use the dame who's the username to all my passwords the reason i get fly is i been jasper i even keep your picture in my passport love love wake up in tokyo have a dream in new orleans fall in love in chicago may then we can land in the motherland camelback cross that sands take a train Keep it real, all in together, free chill. Tell us do it, it's the dope movie on the real. Heat up my kosher meal, exchange my dollar bills, lean back in my first class. That was Paris Tokyo by Lupe Fiasco off The Cool, which is the name of the album. And I believe Lupe Fiasco is if not the most underrated lyricist of all time, one of the most underrated because people like over time he's become more associated with the things he does outside of music than his music. There's a time he put on a, like a KKA out KKK outfit and did some funny shit man it was weird but anyway in terms of actual raw talent he is up there he's like I, I believe that Kendrick Lamar is just Lupe Fiasco with better marketing that's what I honestly believe because Lupe Fiasco is talking about such complex and I don't want to say like intelligent shit because it, it's not really that intelligent but the way he weaves his words and plays with the rhymes he technically he was really gifted he still is really gifted because his music 
like the quality of his music hasn't fallen off it's just that his popularity has but Paris Tokyo was a standout record and a standout album and it's really hard for a rapper to like he beat the sophomore slump because normally rappers have really good first albums and then their second albums are a bit underwhelming but he really beat the sophomore the sophomore slump with this record the uh, cool and it has so many gems high definition a superstar is on here there are so many dope records on this album and i would recommend that if you've never listened to it just take a day and just go through it and also go through food and liquor you can start with either one but other than that Lupe Fiasco is one of the most underrated lyricists of all time, if not the most underrated, based on just his impact and his ability to play with us. Because he isn't a rapidly rap nigga, you know, he's not a lyrical cl- criminal individual doing what, what, what. I don't like those motherfuckers. He's an actual rapper's rapper. And listen to more Lupe Fiasco. And um, we're about to get into the third song of the 2000s. And this is the first Kenyan song probably the only Kenyan song that I will have through the whole series because there's so much music to go through and sift through that it would be a bit disingenuous for me to play just mainly Kenyan music if I was going to do that I'd just do a Kenyan music series but this is a song by Agiosli, Agiobli the biggest Kenyan artist of all time this is Niimbia by Joakali featuring Anika, I think that's her name, yeah, and um, for me, Joakali is the biggest Kenyan artist of all time, Joakali at his peak, he's had the highest peak of any Kenyan artist ever, like, right now, you know, we speak of, like, Saudi Soul as the biggest Kenyan act right now, but even at their highest high, Saudi Soul haven't been able to command the level of, like, popularity, respect, and, you know, just cultural impact as Joakali. Joakali was, if you, like, you remember the Two or four, two or five, two or six, two or seven. When he was just starting out, he was he was literally just the guy next to Nonini when Nonini was doing Manzi on Nairobi and Wekam and all that thing. He was like Caliph second, 
and Nonino was the first, but when he came into his own, he came into his own completely. Juakali's run at the top will never be matched. Because I remember like in 2007 listening to the radio and guys were delivering his, ordering his album for 300 bob and the radio guys were making sure it was delivered, it was everywhere. Um, he, imagine being so big that Mr. Vegas, a big established international artist in a, in a country that enjoys and loves dancehall as much as Kenya, op- curtain raises for you, like you are the main act, everybody is there to see you. Um, what was that? Generation G Pang, isn't you? Yeah. That's how big Juakali was. And as the years go by, people tend to forget how much of a force he was and still is in the Kenyan music industry. That in a particular point where Gengeton is derived from Genge, there would be no Gengeton, the sound of the street right now, without Juakali doing what he did all those years back. So, yeah, put some respect on his name. That's that. We're going to move on to the next song. This song is. One of, one of my favorite artists, this this lady, she's very versatile. She has the power of reinvention. She Over time, she takes herself from this to that, to that, to that. She always remains relevant, even while transitioning to this new format, this new aura, this new personality, this new musical direction. But to be honest, this is my favorite song by her. This is Tricking by Kellis. This is it. Trick Me by Kellis. Kellis is one of those artists that is comfortable doing whatever. She can transition from genre to genre with a lot of success and um, just keep at it until she gets bored and goes to the next thing. I remember this song. <laughs> what was this song? That, that I hate you so much right now. After they broke up with Nas, that was just, I love that song because it was so raw. She really hated that nigga. <laughs> But yeah, you know, to see the transition of Kelly's from like um, Milkshake to Trick Me all the way to Bossy to like six years after this record, because this record came out in 2003. In 2009, she was putting out like trance-inspired stuff, working with Gina David Guetta and everything to tour um, a cappella. If 
that song was good. So yeah, I've always enjoyed the fact that Kelly is doesn't exist in this like solid state. She can become whatever she wants whenever she wants and it's always banging. So listen to this and I remember the pl- playing Saints Row 2 and this song was always playing on the radio and I loved it. I don't know if it was by default or anything. But anyway, that's that. We're going to move on to uh our next song. To probably I don't know how I can say underrated, but I feel she's underrated even though she's one of the biggest selling artists of all time. People don't actually give her the flowers she deserves, but anyway, I'm a fan. Our next song is going to be Love at First Sight by Kylie Minogue. Kylie Minogue. Kylie Minogue is probably my favorite pop artist of all time by far and I love her music. I love 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 her music. And this single was from A Fever the album. This was like when she finally, you know, broke through from being like an Australian UK darling people there know her to this superstar international megastar person and the videos especially are so futuristic. This is the album that had um can get you out of my head also in your eyes and the videos back as i said they're so iconic and futuristic especially the dress she did in can get you out of my head that little dress she was wearing that thing became an icon so kylie has always been like she has the numbers to show that people actually enjoy her music but she doesn't get the same i think level of respect as her contemporaries or anything or maybe it's just that the people who listen to her or enjoy her music aren't really like stands stands like that we enjoy the music but we're not like out there championing her name you know like some other artists <coughs> so yeah listen to Mokali Minog she has some of the f- funnest pop records of all time and you know the good thing about pop is like when pop is on it is on completely pop music when it's done right is absolutely perfect and Kylie has been doing it right for a long time 
Like the last song of hers I can remember that was really good was Get Out of My Way. Came out in like 2011. But yeah, she's had like, and she started singing like 89. So she's had years and years and years of practice and to, to get this shit right. So yeah, Stan Kylie Minogue. And fun fact, Kylie Minogue is the reason Kylie Jenner doesn't have a trademark on the name Kylie. <laughs> She went to court because Kylie Jenner was going to go trademark the name. Like, it should be associated with her only and everything. And, like, Kylie Minogue went to court and said, you know what? I was here before you. Like, I'm much bigger than you in terms of name recognition and brand status and everything. And the court threw out that whatever trademark uh, appeal. So, yeah, that's that. We're going to go to our next artist. This is, she's on my Mount Rushmore of Singers and... He has one of the most emotive, emotional voices of all time. It inspires emotions. So yeah, uh, I don't want to say a lot about this artist. I think her music speaks for herself. This is Tears Dry On Their Own by the late creator Amy Winehouse. All I can ever be to you is the darkness that we know And this regret I got accustomed to Once it was the ride, when we were at our high Waiting for you in the hotel at night I knew I had him at my match But every moment we could snatch I don't know why I got so attached It's my responsibility And you don't own nothing to me But to walk away I have no progressivity He walks away The sun goes down He takes the day But I'm grown And in your way In this blue shade My tears dry on their own I don't understand Why do I stress the man When there's so many real things at hand Could have never had it all. We had to hit a wall. So this is inevitable withdrawal. Even if I stop wanting you, that perspective push is true. I'll be some next man's other woman. So I get off play myself again. Should just be my own best friend. I fuck myself in the head with stupid man. He walks away. The sun goes down. That was Tears Dry on Their Own by the late, great Amy Winehouse. And um, here's a story I want to tell you. Back in 2007, I think in Form 1, no, 2008 in Form 2, because that's the first time I listened to this album. I, to impress a girl, I decided, because she liked rock music, I decided I'm going to like also start listening to rock music too. Like... I never got the girl, but what I got was a lot of good songs that I still listen to, like an introduction to a new music genre. But anyway, I didn't know what rock songs are, like Skwanajo Vizuri, exactly what rock songs are popular. So I went to this like random movie shop and told the guy, hey, give me like a lot of rock music, CD, I'll go listen in the house. And he put all the rock songs he had, or what he considered to be rock, and then there was this album, Back to Black, and I listened to like those Matchbox 20, I think will be Calais, some like just some Vanessa Brandt was it Vanessa Brandt or something Vanessa something or the other I've forgotten so many of those names yeah 
and uh, there was this album, so I was listening. I was going through them. Most of them sucked. By the like, they had like one or two good songs, but I remember listening to the album back to front. I was like, wow, Maziazin, I can feel what she's feeling, what she's saying about. As in, you know, I'm no good is one of like, you know, I'm no good is such a dope song because she's like, she tells you who she is as a person. Rehab, um, all that stuff. Back to black. This song tears dry, dry on their own. Uh, the the cover of Valerie she did that's on the deluxe edition of this album. Back to Black is an essential listen, top to bottom. And if you enjoy music in any way, you have to listen to this album. But Tears Dry on their own is such like the m- music Amy Winehouse made really spoke to your soul. And to me, I appreciate that. I really do. Like it's so sad that she's no longer with us. Another member of the Twenty Seven Club. She died in. 2011 I think yeah yeah she died in 2011 and there's a documentary about her life it's called Amy came out a few years ago and it's a very painful watch but I would recommend people that you watch it she was a lot about what actually led up to her death and all her substance abuse issues and for everything she had she was immensely talented and the world misses her so yeah and uh, now we're gonna transition to the next song which is also by another fallen artist, uh, passed away way, 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 way earlier. And um, a lot of them, like Zoomers probably, like Gen Z, don't really associate as much with her because she died in the year 2001. So yeah, um, this is uh, Try Again by Aaliyah. again by Aaliyah ah, the late great Aaliyah one of uh, a distinct memory I have in my childhood is coming home after school like I knew who Aaliyah was at that point because like you would like listen to the beat and anything and you'd see her songs and <laughs> I came home and I was just watching news my mom and my uncle are just sitting having supper and then guys were being interviewed 
on TV like uh, Ali has, has died and what do you think about that? And back then it didn't register to me like what actually death was because I was so young but I was like, wow, somebody can die and people can just be asking the question, how important must she have been? What when Aulizu in Kenya and she died like all in the way in the US, what do you think that Aliyah has passed away? The information has come out. But anyway, Aliyah was is like, Beyonce is what Aliyah should have been. If not for untimely demise, she was one of the biggest black stars of that time, of all time actually. And that even the tribute songs that came out, even the music that came out after her passing, like I think more than a woman came out after she died, was so was good. Don't want to say too much about it. Just wanna say it was good. And Liz is one of those artists. Like her music is timeless. You can listen to Rock the Boat today, and it'll still be good. You can listen to this. You can listen to more than a woman. One in a million. Plus, for some reason, this video, the video to this song, yeah, it had Jet Li. And for me, Kijanawa Rongai, movies are five bob. Like, we just go to the video halls, pay five bob, and watch Jet Li beat the shit out of people. So, for me, just sit there and see Jet Li in a music video, it added to the cool factor. I wanted to watch Aliyah's music more because she had Jet Li in those songs in her videos and in the mo- like Cradle to the Grave I think it was Cradle to the Grave that she was in with um, DMX I'm not really sure but yeah anyway that's that time for our next song this is a Ruby by the Kaiser Chiefs was um ruby by the kaiser chiefs who interestingly enough 
were given the name Kaiser Chiefs by Lucas Radebe, um, a Leeds United football player because they are from Leeds town. So, uh, again, with the football aspect, I the first time I had Ruby was in Pez Revolution Soccer 2008, maybe. Yeah, because the song came on in 2008. And oh, it, was, it was a jam. At least back then, like, YouTube was around or anything. So, like, I listened to the chorus and I was like, I was typing up random words from the song, the, like the lyrics, just to get a hit. And then it came back and I've been listening to the song ever since. It's one of my favorite songs. And it's one of those songs, like, that from the British revival of the mid-2000s, like, there were bands like Kaiser Chiefs and Kasabian and all these other stuff. You can look into it, and uh, they had really dope songs. So yeah, I just like the song. It's one of my favorite songs, basically. I have not so much to say about it because of what it is. But a lot of British music. I remember listening to a song by Professor Green. I need you tonight by Professor Green. At the same time, it, I was listening to this song on YouTube, and then that, that was the one that came in next. And it's that it's such a funny song. I would recommend. It's not on the list, so. Go find it. It's it's built on a sample of an 80s song. So go listen to I Need You Tonight after you listen to uh, Ruby by the Kaiser Chiefs. And with that, we're going to transition to our next song, which is like number nine on our list. we got like three more to go in the... Basically, in the whole series, we've got 13 or 15 songs left, but three songs to go in the 2000s. This is... Everyone knows this song. It's probably the most popular song I'll play on the whole series. This is Lollipop. By Lil Wayne. Uh-huh. No, no, no. I say he's so sweet. I wanna lick the rapper. So I let her lick the rapper. She, she, she lick me like a lollipop. Yeah. She, she lick me like a lollipop. Yeah. She, she lick me like a lollipop. featuring Static Major who unfortunately passed away two weeks before this song actually was released as a single which is really really unfortunate because it was the biggest song of 2008 by far by far there was no one who was touching Lil Wayne like in that it's really in 2008 no one was touching him he was the biggest star in the world 
and I was having a conversation with a friend the other day and we were comparing like Drake and Lil Wayne and we said like even with Drake's like YouTube and streaming and all this shit and social media and everything he is still nowhere near as big today in 2020 as Lil Wayne was in 2008 Lil Wayne was a force of nature everybody has a favorite Lil Wayne song I know that for a fact everybody has a Lil Wayne song that they like that's their favorite Lil Wayne song period and you know like three or four of them if a Lil Wayne song is played in the club right now you're going to jump to it Lil Wayne like started he finished not like Master P and all those New Orleans boys started in the 90s like he transitioned rap away from New York completely to the south he was he's the biggest star the south has ever produced bar none and he's still making like was it last year that he released Sakata 5 a pro still a top 5 single billboard hot 100 top 5 single like 12 years later he has this longevity in his career that many rappers pray for and will never have so put some respect on his name even was a fucking amazing rapper plus his mixtapes were legendary like dedication no mixtape that drought all of them they were so good just as good as his like mainline releases and he has such a strong catalog that you could go back and examine the entire thing and you would still pick out songs you didn't know about all these years later so yeah that's that our next song is by a very 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 popular band very popular band this was the second single ever released a sleeper hit the album came out in 2002 but the single was released in 2004 and this is a song that actually transitioned them from like you know an indie an indie art record an indie band all the way to like superstar that they have today so yeah this is this love by maroon 5 Love by Maroon 5 from their debut album and still their best album songs about Jane and 
this was before the superstardom actually made them change their approach to music and make more pop oriented stuff this was really more of uh the rock theme than the pop theme they were just like another they were just another like rock band like some 41 matchbox 20 that existed in the early 2000s but this love actually transitioned them from just that to these big superstars and then the album actually showed a, a lot about them because all of their best songs are on that album but they're not the most popular ones um those are song on the album she will be loved which is really tough i i think like these guys uh they have been downhill ever since like they released this album with each subsequent release it doesn't measure up to what songs about jane was but again it's really hard to top how good it is to even match it on a consistent basis so yeah this like this was maroon 5 before they became like adam levine and friends basically because right now they have like a revolving door of artists who play behind them so you're not really sure who's gonna record what with who the only person left i think of the original maroon 5 maybe is adam levine only but back in the day maroon 5 were everything this is this song like if you were in the consuming music in the 2000s you know it and it's so catchy like you can't talk play as much as you can But anyway, let's just keep with the same theme. We're still staying in the early 2000s for the next song. This actually, I think on my list, uh let me check. This and uh, try again are the earliest recorded songs, both of them recorded in the year 2000 and released in the year 2000. This is I'm like a bird by Nelly Furtado. I'm like a bird by Nelly Furtado. The same album featured uh, the album was called Woe Nelly. It featured um Turn of the Lights. Turn of the Lights. Turn of the The one that had guys swimming in the mud and shit like that. But anyway, this was like 
you know, still had that 90s vibe because it came out in 2000. It was really out of nowhere. It was alternative left field. It was more in line with um what Kina Alanis Morissette was doing in like 2001 and Fiona Apple. And to me, the interesting thing about uh, Nani, uh, Nelly Furtado is how versatile she is. I talked about another artist. I talked about Kelly's the same way. Nelly Furtado is extremely versatile such that after this album, she went a completely different route sonically when she released Folklore, which is more, I wouldn't say, like, just different. It isn't good per se, but it's different. You could listen to it and be like, okay, sour. So this is not like whatever how what she did before. And then she released Loose in 206 that had, like, was had more mature themes, better recording, everything. She was working with Timberland and got promiscuous, and it was like this monster hit. So Nelly Furtado has always had this ability to just, like, go from, like, style to style easily. And I like that. I like that, but I really do like the song. It just reminds me of the 2000s, especially early 2000s, when just things were a bit more laid back and whatnot. And I remember watching this on the beat, when she was like hanging on the tree with the big ass cargo pants and I just yeah. It's one of those songs I associate with the two thousands and it's also really good. So that's that. And we're about to get into our last song of the two thousands. And uh it's one of the biggest hip hop songs by one of hip hop's most underrated artists. Um this is Hema by Cameron. Yo, now it's downtown clubbing, ladies' night. Seen Shorty, she was crazy, right? And I approached baby light. Mom, what's your age and type? She looked at me and said, you's a baby, right? I told her, I'm 18 and live a crazy life. Plus, I tell you what the 80s like. And I know what the ladies like. Need a man that's polite, listens and takes advice. I could be all three. Plus, I can lay the pipe. Come with me, come stay tonight. She looked at me laughing, like, boy, your game is tight. I'm laughing back, like, sure, you're right. Get in the car, and don't touch nothing. Sit in the car, let's discuss something. Either we loving or I see you tomorrow. Now we speeding up the west side. Hand creeping up a left side. I'm ready to do it, ready to bone, ready for dome. 55th exit, damn, damn, already we home. Now let's get it on. Hey, When I holler and spit, spit. told me to acknowledge you quick. She wow. like, Cam, stop fronting on that Dave Hostage tip. Yeah. Come over, let's smile and sip. I'm like, Mom, and sick. I promise you, thick. Usually I have a problem with chicks. Wow. They all say I'm rotten and rich, but not her boobies real. High heel to be feel. Plus, got them Gucci nails, huh? You a cutie still. still. And this my damn girl, too. Ain't no groupie deal. We left the movies with Uzi, Suzuki wheels to the jacuzzi. So that was uh, Hema by Cameron, featuring Joel Santana and Freaky Ziki. Cameron is one of those like you know artists that, to me, they don't make they don't make a lot of sense because Cameron's always been around ever since like I started listening to hip hop. Cameron was always a he was a veteran when I was a kid, so I don't get 
Cameron's always just existed. He was part of Rockefeller Records, I think, at the time. Started Dipset, the Diplomats. That's when he recorded this song. And I feel like this song came out in two. This was like supposed to be Cameron's like coming out party, transitioning him from just like you know local rap underground guys know you like you're just flirting on the edge of the mainstream to being mainstream Kabisa. But I feel like in 2002 when Fifty Cent was coming out, he was such a force of nature that no one else could actually bump into his space or coexist around him because he would just swallow you up. This was the same year that Fifty Cent had ended Jarul's career. And Jarul was a way more established artist than Cameron. But either way, this is one of the better hip-hop songs of the 2000s. It's so catchy and, you know, there's this whole, this notion of selling out in hip-hop. Like, when you make a pop song or a song that's supposed to be, like, you with the intention of becoming popular, you're selling out. And that's just isn't the case. This song was extremely popular, but at no point did it lose its core. This isn't like Flo Rida making a record. This is Cameron making a hip-hop record that just happened to be able to cross over into the pop charts also fun fact okay not just okay this is a true fact not even fun fact john lennon got shot and died cameron got shot and drove himself to hospital in a lamborghini so just think about who's better (laughs) between the two (laughs) and with that um we're done with episode five this is the 2000s the 2000s was a bit more wasn't as experimental because Okay, it was more experimental than the 90s, yes, but a lot of the experimental music wasn't being showcased by major labels or being played on radio as compared to the 90s because I feel like record labels on the radio had gotten a formula that they were sticking to and what they wanted to play and with, with also the internet coming up and all that shit. So like, there were more avenues for alternative artists and artists who don't adhere to the sound of the day or put out their own outlet. So, yeah, like, popular music, mainly in the 2000s, wasn't as experimental or as varied as the 1990s, but music in itself grew and became much bigger. And uh, with that, we're done with uh, 2000s episode 5. We have one more episode left. Catch you on the next one.